great to have you here. It is. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you live from beautiful Keystone, Colorado here in Consensual Studios at 545 Productions. And this is your podcast where we take your topics and turn them into our show. And I, as always, am Ben Hollywood Whitmore, last I checked. And we're joined by our other hosts, Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. Whatever, Lonnie. Lonnie. And Jeff Watson. What up? Dr. Jeff Watson. <laughs> yes, you damn right. <laughs> Twice over. <laughs> Honorary doctorate from Ignorant and Uninformed University. Mm-hmm. In bullshit, <laughs> which which is one of the many courses you can, like that. You can choose as a major here at IEU. Doctor of bullshit. I like it. Doctor of BS. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Most, many people think that's a Bachelor of Science. Nope, just bullshit. <laughs> well, we take your topics and we talk about them unedited for 30 minutes of podcasting gold. And you don't go home empty-handed. Well, first you get your doctorate and then – you don't go home empty-handed because you get something in return for a published topic from us. What? Max, will tell you all about it. <laughs> I will. Uh, but first off, I want to say thanks for, for Debbie to sit in and join Did us Did I skip? Oh, I totally, totally skipped totally skipped your wife. Um, I was getting there. <laughs> it's cool. But I uh, also Joined like, in the studio by Lady Hollywood herself, like my ha- beautiful wife, Debbie. Halfway through the last episode we recorded, I was sitting here thinking about uh, how awesome it is that you were here, Debbie, because you have the most melodic laugh, and it's oh, very, very fun to listen to. So thank you for treating us all. That's my Aww. wife. You show some goddamn respect. I just complimented her. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck you, Debbie. I'm not allowed to say nice things to you because Ben is insecure. Uh, questions make the best topics. Stay away from my wife. <laughs> you can ask on the Twitters with your question. Get your free T-shirt and... An honorary doctorate, you can message us on the Facebooks, or you can email us, topics at ignorantanduninformed.com, or while you are streaming all the episodes off of our website, click the Topics button, get your question to us, uh, become a doctor, and uh, get a t-shirt. I mean, that's a hell of a deal. I like it. Except now, they're, we're going to start getting like flooded with topics. You're damn right. And we're going to have to actually like make... These diplomas. That would be hard at all, trust me. They're templates. <laughs> Sweet. I'll put you on. The, I'll put you on. Done. That. Done. Sweet. You've I been promoted. It. Official host, <laughs> official duties. Yay. I click the record button. That's my job. <laughs> That's Fair a good enough. job. Whatever. Ooh, Debbie will help draw a topic. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Do it. She's digging through the archives. <laughs> oh. Oh. There's no so this topic. This is from Brian. Sweet. Brundvind? I don't know. Must it just be. says Brian. Probably. I'm trying to think of the other. Yeah, probably. Uh-oh. This could be good. <sighs> this is a long one. Okay. Would you rather live in a dystopian world where heroes fight monsters and anyone can train to kill them and be a hero, or a utopian world where nothing changes and everyone is complacent in their positions in life? Mm, good one, oh, Brian. Interesting. I feel Hell like yeah, that's Brian. A, it's a leading question. Thank you, Dr. Brian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In monsterology. Yes. Possibly. Or evil, knowing Brian. Um, well, I, didn't spend, I didn't spend four years in evil medical school because <laughs> Mr. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dr. Evil. Uh, Mr. Evil. A doctor, actually. <laughs> uh, well, I, don't, I mean, like, yes, definitely a leading question. Um, I agree. I think it's an easy answer. I think, but yeah, utopia is boring to me. Yeah, I mean, sure. 
Is there really such a thing, though? No. I don't believe there is. I don't, I don't believe there so. ever is a utopia. There's always going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's what you look at when you even read the dystopian novels and things like that. It starts out as a utopia that's really mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. It becomes a dystopia. But what do you mm-hmm. think? So I feel a... like we're, you know. I don't think I don't we. Know. I, I think, no, I don't think we're in one. Oh, I was just—I no. don't think we're capable. Of, oh, I don't think a utopia I don't think, can actually exist. I don't think we're ca- yeah. outside of fantasy, mm-hmm. or maybe for like a split second. Yeah, you know, there can be like a month, uh, a utopian month, right? Mm. In, in a life or in a, you know, there's golden ages and civilizations, but even that, I'm sure, if you were to ask the, it's, it's all a veneer. If you dug, say, too, if you yeah. scratch if you that dig. surface, if you scratch the surface exactly. Okay, too deep. There's always something. Well, I think that uh, I think that a, a, a common fallacy is is that 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 humans can truly be sated in in and 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 say I have enough. This is perfect. This mm-hmm. is exactly the right thing, because I believe we define uh, ourselves by uh, a strife and and struggle. And, and often, oftentimes we are, well, if, as soon as this is done, I know I do this, but you know, as soon as this is over, my life will be great. As soon as, as soon as I get this job or that promotion or this this car or yeah, then I will be, but there's always a longing. Mm -hmm. And I think that maybe even more so than we define ourselves through struggle, we define ourselves through the journey to that. Uh, that 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 is the struggle ultimately by which we define ourselves striving for that whatever we think it is that we need okay and we never get there that finish line's always just ahead of us okay in a way so i don't think a utopian society can really exist without again like the second you look too close at it you're going to be like if if Star Trek The Next Generation has taught me anything, you, just, it's, it's, it, you, you look too deep beyond that veneer of, like, everything's perfect. It's never perfect. Okay. The, like, Pleasantville. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's creepy. People are being lobotomized in the basement or something. You know what I mean? Sure. So okay. it's something sinister behind a utopia. Mm-hmm. Okay. No matter what it is. I mean, you look at it, you know, with the Matrix and stuff like that, why it didn't work initially was because people, it, the world was too perfect. Yeah. They oh, took away the people stuff. People saw right through it. They're they like, saw didn't believe through it. it. They wouldn't right. believe it because, hmm. you yeah, know. It's like impossible. So, so why make it like 1996 Earth? <laughs> you know, what I mean? Because that was, that was the height of the search for this i don't know humanity or whatever that's okay. how we, that was like the the easiest time in which to keep us all right so then why why i mean like why do you, can't we just be content like in general that's not our nature okay we're greedy okay not all of us but okay i think it's it's our our uh, kind of the other. I'm going to disagree with you. The other side of the spectrum would be that we are never satisfied. We are always looking for the thing that will make us better, the thing that will make us that we strive for that, that we we 
we push ourselves in our because we are never satisfied with where we are to boldly go where no one has gone before. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. When doves cry, I don't know. Whenever I when I hear purple she's rain, never satisfied. <laughs> purple rain. Um, she never said that just makes me think. Yeah, uh, of when this is cry. what it sounds like when doves cry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Do doves have tear ducts? <laughs> yes, they do. Okay. They have eyeballs, so therefore they must have tear ducts. No, not necessarily. They don't have long-ass tongues, so they have to have tear ducts. <laughs> Wait. What if they just tongue each other's eyes? <laughs> they do. <laughs> I, think, I think we'd have a bunch of blind Boom. people. <laughs> <laughs> and this probably is what lots it of... sounds like <laughs> when doves blind. Yeah. Peck, 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 peck. Probably lots of dove pink eye. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. That's how you get pink eye. <laughs> Maybe I don't. I don't know. I'll um, look it up later. No, I'm, I've almost like listening to you guys talk. It, it's made me wonder. Like I've thought a lot about you know. There's that Buddhist idea about you know like the the middle way, right? Like not getting too high or not getting too low. And is that like center line the the better way to live or is it better to be on the roller coaster of life to experience the highs and lows dance the dance of life sure sure i think you need the struggle okay personally okay you need the highs and lows okay well because then you can appreciate exactly both yeah in their own running life. middle of the road all the time is boring okay and that's why and while, while a, some yeah while some Eastern philosophies would kind of uh, encourage that kind of Zen, like, acceptance of, of you know, like, being one with the universe and, and yeah, perhaps, like, like, finding that inner peace because... But it's still something to strive for. Yeah. That inner peace. Yeah. Or okay. enlightenment or whatever you you never you truly reach it. it, right? You can't just be like, I have reached in nirvana and I am... Now I'm what? good. Now what? <laughs> okay. Nirvana too. Nirvana I mean, harder. So, so I don't know. Going back to the topic, I think I would rather live in um, a dystopian where I would you fucking could strive love and you to fight monsters. If that was like what everyone did like all the time, that would be fucking See, cool. Fuck that. I'm taking my. There'd be a lot of utopia. dead people too. Yeah. I, I don't think I would. I, I don't think I am cut out for a dystopian lifestyle. Like, no. Having sat here and thought about many post-apocalyptic scenarios and many zombie apocalypses, uh, like I just don't think I'm. Cut you just out want for... the one scenario where it's gonna, or you just be like, I'm gonna sit here and read this book and have a cup of tea, and it's dystopia. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I can't say I blame you. I mean, like honestly, I, just... I feel like that's ultimately what we're all wanting, and it. But I think it's it's. I feel like it's one of those like be careful what you wish for because like. You never you in a utopian society, right? There's no you wouldn't die. You could do whatever you wanted, and I think ultimately we'd all just sit there and just be like, "God, I'm so fucking bored." <laughs> like, I wish a monster would attack. <laughs> sure, but since I am on the opposite side of that, I want to hear about all of your guys's dystopian lives and the monsters that you fight, <laughs> and the training. Like, what do you? What well, we just started watching this new anime called "Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon?" <laughs> and uh, that sounds awesome, or something like it's that. Fun. Is that right? Did I yeah. get it right? Is that what it's called? Yeah. And it's it's very it's a very interesting uh, mythos they've developed around this. So these adventurers can pledge themselves to gods who are basically mortals who they're gods who chose to be mortals among us, 
and they they create these uh, families. Families, yeah, like the, the like you're heroes. in their clan, right? Mm-hmm. Like so you're, mm-hmm. but they're all these gods from across mythologies. Like Loki is a god, and and Hestia and Freya, uh, Freya and, is a god. Yeah. You know, so like Greek and, and Nordic and and. Uh-huh. And and Norse and Greek are the only ones I've actually seen. No, no, because there's um an Indian god. There's um Ganesh. Ganesh is one of the gods. Oh, cool. And uh, and he's like a big party animal. He wears this big like elephant mask. Like mm-hmm. he's, but it's like part of his uniform. You know, it's really interesting. Uh, but then you like can can basically like level up like a video game by going into these dungeons and slaying monsters that this dungeon just kind of creates, and that that's like the blessing from the gods is your ability to increase your stats and become a better adventurer okay in their clan and bring honor and you know when you kill monsters they they drop little stones that are like money mm-hmm. like they turn into crystals or something or mm-hmm. and you can that's like honor and power so that's that's kind of where my head's at like that's what I'd be doing I'd be adventuring and and killing sure. things with swords okay like, defeating evil monsters sure. and sword Same training village. yeah Okay, swords. I see. I had you pegged for like a bow and arrow, Jeff. Like mm. I, I, fe- I feel like you'd want to be maybe, uh, you know, a multi class. I could on. also like okay. I could also go the supernatural route, like and and be like a monster hunter with like you know, oh, okay, s- killing vampires and demons and shit. And okay, okay. With more like less more more traditional, I guess, modern weapons, guns and. Shotguns and salt pellet. <laughs> like, sure. whatever, Shotguns know. full of salt. <laughs> if sure. I had a demon knife, that would be great. I, they That'd definitely cool. help. If there's one thing I've learned from all of my supernatural. Demon slaying weapons. Sword, Crucial. Sword of de- demon slaying. And then slaying. eventually angel blades. But, you know. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Debbie, what kind of monster hunter would you be? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, it's tough. Fair. To think Fair. where I would want. What it, Again, it's like, what would I want my dystopian thing to do? <laughs> like, that's a very odd question to me. Okay. Because in the end, dystopians are. I feel like if you could be a druid, you would be a druid. So probably. Just like shape shifting into different animals and stuff. And yeah. That's see, now we're like bringing. Controlling weather. Now we're talking D&D world. Well, yeah, we're bringing magic powers still. in. But that's fine. We said monsters. Okay. If monsters exist, maybe magic exists. Well, too. sure. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Or you could be a monster. Oh. Hunt the hunters. Yeah. I guess oh. if you had – so what if you have magic and no monsters? You know what I mean? Like so your utopian society is truly perfection where you could literally have any reality that you desired as long as it wasn't full of conflict and strife by definition. Right? So you could be like a wizard but you could really only like do magic to you know make tea. Or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're on this tea in Utopia yeah. thing. I like it. There must be like tea in Utopia. There must be. And I'm there good with that because I love tea. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was actually thinking, like, I could go for some tea right now. There's no, <laughs> coffee. There's no coffee in Utopia. Oh, fuck that. No See, that's not well, I'm out. Yeah, exactly. They don't need that stimulation. I'd rather out. fight monsters. Dystopia has strong I, coffee. <laughs> I'm, I'm always on a very delicate balance of uppers and downers yeah. to, stay the, to stay on that middle path, man. That's, that's all I need. The razor's edge. The speed bull's razor's edge. Uh, um, do you guys have any – what would your, like, specialty be? Do you, is there a certain monster that you would excel at fighting or that you would want to, like, seek out to fight? I'd want to fight, like, the, the more, like, the big beefy monsters, like the 
Okay. The I don't know, like ogres and stuff. Ogres, or? giants, and okay. Minotaurs. Absolute dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Dragons. You, you want to go after some dragons? You can be a dragon yeah. slayer. Okay. Okay. That's intense. I admire you guys. Enjoy your tea. Thanks. I will. <laughs> and I'll read books about your shitty lives. <laughs> but it's the life I've chosen. Well, I respect that. And then there's there its own utopia somewhere deep inside that choice. Mm. Mm. Okay. Choosing dystopia is utopia. Oh. <laughs> well, the act of choice. I mean, it's something to be said for that. Like yeah. conscious volition as opposed to like, you know. Settling for some other set of Yeah, because imagine being forced to live in utopia. That'd if you be, didn't want to. Exactly. That'd be terrible. Yeah. That'd be hell. Right. <laughs> right? No, that's fair. I can't argue with that. Um, yeah, I don't know if I see. Again, like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, I don't want to more like Batman. Fight big monsters. Like, yeah, I probably would. You could fight rats and shit. I was thinking about that. You could be a rat hunter. Whatever. <laughs> Debbie, what were you going to... I was going to say, yeah, I don't know that I'd go for, like, big, glorious dragon slaying. Yeah, no. I would think... I guess I just question my fitness as a monster hunter. <laughs> well, that's why you train. Fair, that's but where, I mean, you have you know, no choice. I would be a druid where I'm, like, with nature and things like that and trying to maintain a balance. Okay. And so that's where my powers... Okay. As a monster hunter and everything... I like it. I like it. I feel as though I would want to be like, so what is the goal of this monster hunt? Is it like a perpetual battle in monster hunting or was there something that caused this dystopian We'd have to ask Brian. I don't know. Well, we can just make it. See, I mean, is that your life and there's no stopping ever? Well, this is what I mean. Like, I would much rather be like attempting to, uh, I mean, it's great. You know, you guys put all your monster band-aids on and you guys, you know, address those, those symptoms. I feel like if I forced to, I would rather try to seek uh, the source of the cause. Of, of all of these monsters. The the government brought these monsters into here. And maybe that's it. I don't know. Maybe it's just a never-ending cycle. I'm always, I guess. So here's here's an interesting, I guess, point, <laughs> cogent, certainly, Ben, um, is uh, like, you know, I I I'm always I've always been attracted to kind of like just eternal warfare and that whole idea. Like I love Warhammer 40k because literally their tagline is in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war. So, but it just, but I'm more interested in like the idea of these people, the billions and billions of faceless humans throughout the galaxy that are just kind of eking out an existence, you know, like they might work in a munitions factory or something, you know, they're like, what, what is that experience like? Not the guys, not the space Marines, the gene enhanced soldiers that are, you know, fighting the the aliens or the orcs, space orcs and space elves, you know, whatever, like, like though, like that's fun and that's more like exciting, but it's like, what, what is that? You want the day-to-day life of the bomb maker? It's like, not literally you go to sleep, you wake up, you grab your gun and you start shooting at whatever's around. (laughs) It's not like that. There's only war. It's like, 
Yeah, There's got to be a normal guy, like Stan, the the, the janitor at the, the War janitor. Factory. Yes, yeah, like, he's like cleaning the, out the sure. fucking latrines. Like, or, the, yeah, the guy, the, guy who, the guy who cleans the tanks, you know, and or whatever, like you know, hoses hoses them off from from being covered in orc blood. <laughs> Plumbers, <laughs> I, mean, yeah, like, you know I mean, like so that's kind of more interesting to me at the same time. So it's like, so I would be more in my dystopian society. Like, what kind of existence would I? be eking out in between my dungeon dives. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, what, what would my life be like? So you just do that on the weekends? Yeah. Weekend like, warrior. Weekend, kind of we, literally a weekend warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Where I say Monday definition. through Friday, I, I bake bread. <laughs> yeah. Sure. But that's just so I can afford to go to the dungeons. And just so I can jump down to the dungeons. And... My true passion of Killing, killing monsters and minotaurs. Yes. Or does a monster just show up at your bakery and you got to battle them? Well, that's what I yeah, wonder. is it like? Is it more just like a sudden and sudden surprise attack? Like mm-hmm. bandits, minotaurs, ogres, mm-hmm. goats, <laughs> evil goats. Attacked by everything's evil in this world. Why is everything evil? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was thinking about the that. Chickens too, are like, evil to get the eggs for my bread. <laughs> you know, like imagining my dystopian life as a farmer, like feeding, you know, like growing crop. But then all of a sudden, like there's an, a raid and like your fields get burned and, you know. That's a that, tough living. That gets old, yes. I'm sure. Hmm. Or even in like, like more of like a Marvel-esque universe, right? Mm-hmm. Like where there's suddenly you're, you know, there's there were guys in that Starbucks when, when that portal opened up and and Thanos's troops started flooding through into the city you know mm-hmm. they're just like well guess I'll have to cancel my 4:30 meeting <laughs> you know so that that's more like what I'm what I I enjoy thinking about the Rather independent like, contractors who built the death star yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> what's their life like i got you dude what a slaughter i got you they had families maybe probably i had friends on the death star <laughs> Huh. Yeah, I just don't know if, like, even my ceiling of training, training my entire life, like, I just don't know if I would be the best monster. Like, I think I have higher ceilings in other aptitudes than monster hunting. That's How all. long would it take, right? So say, like, Well, and suddenly... would you, it's like, it just said, if any anybody could be a hero, it wouldn't necessarily have to be you. You could be some kind of support and different True enough. things. True True enough. So you wouldn't you'd have to go out and fight them yourself. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, or, yeah. Build monster traps. Oh, monster training facilities. Building a better monster trap. Ah. That's what Pokemon is. It's just like Pokemon Go is just training monster hunters. Hmm. Sort of. In a way. <laughs> as long as to kill them, all you have to do is swipe. Right. Yeah. So how long would it take though? Like would it take one generation of people because so say like tomorrow suddenly just monsters everywhere fucking out of the earth dungeons start appearing everywhere the basement of a Toys R Us I don't know. And like I don't know why it's more oddly specific but all right. <laughs> <laughs> like just it turns out that all the all the Toys R Us were built on on demon gates. Is yes. that why they closed? Yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. We just had no idea. Mm. But you know what I'm saying? Like, so suddenly we're in that, like, monster fighting reality, like, tomorrow. Okay. Most of us would die very fucking quickly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then, like, how many generations of people would it take before we suddenly have everyone is now proficient at fighting monsters and, like, fucking everyone has a role in this war. Yeah. I I don't know that every. 
one would, it would have ever to be, be proficient least. in fighting monsters. Like you said, Max, people have different proficiencies and things like that. Like, yeah. n- you know, Much like not everybody's going to be able to run out and slay something. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think I quite have the frame to be in like heavy plate mail with a two-handed what? sword. You couldn't pick up that spike mace and go to work. <laughs> I mean, I could probably swing that thing like four times. Yeah, make it and count. then, yeah, exactly. And then I'd be pretty much done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think one generation, Jeff? I, I'm just thinking if like a kid that's born today into that world okay. would be trained their entire life. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. See, I I want. I think s- it'd be two generations. Yeah, all right. Because it would take a generation to like learn all the tricks and no, how to fight enough. the monsters and how to train, and then, and... and then to pass that down. Okay, I it like would be that. a very. It would be a small band of. I think at that point you're talking. You know, of the seven billion people on Earth, you're talking about like, you know, a few hundred thousand. Maybe would survive. Maybe maybe a few million. I don't, I don't know, know honestly, but you know what I'm saying. And like so, suddenly there's like, for every person there's a monster, right? Or there's seven, suddenly there's seven billion monsters. Oh, mm-hmm. we're done as a species. Yeah, yeah. that's it, <laughs> right? I see. I want to say it's going to take like four generations because I think like life expectancy is going to plummet first off. Mm-hmm. So like people will not live as long. But I feel like that first generation is just going to be fucked, and survival is going to be like okay. the number one. So then by the time like and suddenly you start take... hearing these stories about like oh there's a Resistance up in Portland, that right. they found a way to contain the monsters. Or so generation back. number two is about, like, consolidating and getting people together. You know, it takes a generation or two to figure out how that works. And then by the fourth generation, there's actually, like, systems in place where there's, like, the capability to train. More yeah. so than just, like, go walk outside and don't die. Like, that's <laughs> kind of crappy training. Right. But life expectancy is more like 40. Oh, I would now. say. Yeah. 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 Because if you're not in your fi- if you're not able to fight, you're gonna die, probably. More than, especially those first couple generations. Totally. Until that, yeah. Until like there's some semblance of structure that can protect. And then there'll the be like elderly. the 65 year old like old woman who's like, I remember when they first showed up. Yeah. I was a young girl. Uh, sure. Yeah. Sure. At grandma's farm. So what if they were Pacific Rim size monsters? <gasps> then we'd have Pacific Rim. We would, we would build, build giant pe- robots. Okay. Giant Wouldn't that take robots. a long time to do? <laughs> it would. I think so. But if you look at the backstory in Pacific Rim is that, it, you know, they they started coming more and more frequently. So it was like the first one showed up, kind of wreaked havoc. Sure. They were lucky to kill it. And that's why they were dumb on the other end. Just keep sending monsters. What were they doing? Idiots. Fools. Are were the monsters sent in Pacific Rim? Mm-hmm. Was there? Yeah, they were engineered and sent. Maybe oh. it took him that long to engineer them. By by whom? Have you not seen Pacific Rim? I, I have not. I'm not. Explaining have you seen Pacific it, Rim okay. Uprising, the second one? No, I haven't seen that either. No. Do you guys? You guys don't own that one yet. We have. Pacific we haven't seen Rim. the second one. First we have one. Pacific Rim, the All first right. one. Well, maybe when you guys get the if you guys get the second one, we'll have a Pacific Rim day in yes. your banging movie theater basement. It's uh, pretty great. It is pretty great. So there's like a rift where aliens build the kaiju and then send them through the portal. Mm, okay. Basically. Okay. But there was like a cycle. Was that so hard? <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
There's like there's like some kind of like accelerating <laughs> cycle at which they can send yeah. them through, uh, and they get more and more difficult mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like bigger and badder. And, yeah, man, mm-hmm. level up. Um, I don't remember it being like engineered though. Like that there was some. Well, they were grown. I mean, they were all the same DNA. I think they said. I just used the word engineered. I don't know. I don't remember that part about it. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. I just remember they figured out there was some kind of like weird cycle to the portal that like they could predict when the next. I forget. They, yeah, they I figured that out part finally it. it was happening more and more frequently. It was like a Fibonacci mm-hmm. series or something. I don't know why I did this. That's not Fibonacci. No, that's a circle. Or the and then they were surprised when like two showed up at once. Yes, yeah, so that didn't. Like, oh shit! Now there's two. Now we're at level two. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck! Let's start the timer over. <laughs> 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 was it David Cross? Like, wasn't he one of the scientists in that movie? No, it was uh, Charlie. Oh, shit. Charlie Day. Charlie Day. There yeah. you go. Huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Crazy. God, that movie was so fucking cool. It, it had its moments. Are there. Isn't Ron Perlman in that? Hell yeah. He's a gangster? Hell yeah. He's like a crime boss or something? Yeah, he like collected the kaiju parts and sold them on the black market. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> Now I gotta watch. <laughs> Are there magic items in this dystopian monster yes, hunting absolutely. world? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right. There's well, maybe if I had a sweet magic item, then I could be an okay monster hunter. You could be a wizard, man. Ring of invisibility. Be, uh, ring of fly. Uh, yeah, maybe. And something else, but like still, like me being invisible and me flying, like good for reconnaissance. Well, you'd have spells, man. Whatever you wanted, fireballs out the ass. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> if there's anything I learned from Deadpool Tool, I feel like aiming would be difficult. Um, <laughs> you know, as nah. he's driving. Magic, uh, magic missiles are direct address. Fireball is to whom it may concern. <laughs> <laughs> well put, sir. Yeah. Well put. Debbie, what kind of animal friend would you have? Like, what would be your, your familiar bang in, oh. like, number one bottom bitch animal friend? <laughs> oh, that's tough, too. Falcon. Uh, Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> Octopus. Oh, Kraken. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, a dog. No, I'd say something like a wolf or something would okay. be. A wolf. Okay. Yes. A dire be like a wolf. dire wolf like you're going like, to ride it into battle. Why not? Yes. I like it's it. Like, yeah. Could it like have breath weapon? Dire wolves have breath weapons. <laughs> Winter wolves have breath weapons. Winter wolves. You're right. Yeah. Ah, shit. yeah. Mm. I don't know. That's okay. All right. So I think I'm up for an adventure. But I feel like it would just be like, after a while, it's just going to be like, oh, it's a daily grind. Fucking go kill a monster. and Buh. Right? Mm. So maybe we – I think it's going to be a grass is greener type situation no matter what I pick. Sure. Both sides I feel like I'm going to be like, like way. Yeah. Be like Utopia. This is great. Oh, man, I wish I was fighting. If we could hit up Utopia on the weekends, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's just like weekend over there. See, that's interesting because I would rather moonlight as a monster. Hunter. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. We could house swap. Like parallel It'd be worlds fun. next to each other, and one is the Utopia, yeah. one is the dystopia. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we'll find a way to. I like it. Crossover bridge. Mm-hmm. We'll build that rainbow bridge yeah. together, friends. Mm-hmm. Happy Pride Week, everybody. <laughs> Uh, so I thought you were going North mythology with Heimdall, but I oh. mean, that's cool. Oh, yeah. That's kind of yeah. what I was thinking. But but then it was the rainbow. Then I was thinking of the rainbow connection, and then I thought of mm-hmm. pride. And then I don't On know. a side note, Heimdall's in Pacific Rim. He is. Idris Elba. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's oh, awesome. I got you. Right yeah. on. Yeah. 
Right on. Well, hey, thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant and Unformed, America's favorite podcast. We've been your hosts, Max Sarakis and Sarak. Utopia and T. And I am Ben Hollywood Minotaur Slaying Monster Hunter. Hollywood Whitmore. And Jeff Knock him down, Watson. Yeah, fuck the T. <laughs> Jeff, fuck your T, Watson. <laughs> and a special thanks to Lady Hollywood, Lady Druid Hollywood, Dire Wolf Master, Debbie Whitmore. Thanks for downloading and listening. Make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast you listen to us on. Check us out on iTunes. You can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorant and uninformed. Twank us on the Twitter at ignorant. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. As well, download all the podcasts at ignorantanduninformed.com and send those topics uh, to topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Questions make the best topics is what I was trying to remember to say. We're going to be back next week with a brand new episode of Hot Ash Fresh Yourself in your grill. Peace off.